Welcome back to another episode of the Three Day Work Weeks podcast for millennial entrepreneurs. I am really excited to have my fellow millennial, Alex Shin, here today with us. And Alex is a lifestyle influencer, a content creator. She focuses on helping women live beautiful and confident lives. And there's a lot that I love about Alex when I found her online because it's not just about the makeup and the outfits and all those things. There's so much more that's a lot deeper that she shares about her journey of how she got here. And we're going to dive into that today. If you're listening to this, take a screenshot, post it on social media, on stories, tag both Alex and I. Her Instagram is at AlexShinVlogs, A-L-E-X-S-C-H-I-N-V-L-O-G-S. And go follow her Mascara Madness that she has going on right now. We'll talk about it a little bit more in towards the end of the podcast, but it's a really fun bracket she has going on. And I'm very intrigued to see who wins. Alex, thank you so much for being here today. Hi, Kate. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for reaching out, and I'm excited to record with you today. Yeah, I'm so happy to have somebody to give you all background. Like Alex and I are new friends, and (laughs) I found her on TikTok. She recently had this video hit over 4 million views. I looked today. It's 4.4 million views, which is major. Insane. So she has this video that she posted that was about the low vibe things that she's cutting out of her life. And like, it was, it ended up being some things that I have never thought about before. And there were some things that I had thought about before, but I've never been able to really like connect with anyone else on that level. In the entrepreneur space, there's a lot of personal development, but sometimes we don't talk about those things. It's more like business strategy. Have you found that to be the case? Yeah, definitely. I think I've worked with business coaches who that's what I hired them to do, right? Help coach me in my business. And they really wanted me to aim very specifically for business practices and things that would get me organized. And all of that's really helpful, right? But I know for me, this video hitting so many views The me a year ago, two years ago, three years ago could never have handled that exposure. And so the fact that I've spent the last, I would say in a very focused manner, the last year and a half really healing myself and developing who I am, getting very steady in who I am, equipped me to be ready for that level of exposure. Because TikTok comments can be a little off the handle. Yes. (laughs) Or I don't know, a nice way to put it, but they can be really cruel. And there were some people who were, who disagreed and and respectfully, that's fine. This is just what worked for me. But I think because I did all of that personal development and really settled into who I am, I was able to handle that in a much better way than I ever could have before. Which is such a good point. You said something when we chatted last time was like a light bulb moment for me. And I'd love for you to expand on this. You said something along the lines of that you knew that as soon as you turned up the dial and put yourself out into the world, that you were going to get attention and get noticed. And that you, so you wanted to make sure that just like you were saying, 
a second ago that you were very solid in who you were. Can you mm-hmm. talk more about that? Because I, as entrepreneurs, like, I think people are, especially like women, we're afraid to say things like that. Yeah. I think I've always been an incredibly instinctual, uh, person. I just have always had a very knowing sense of being. And so when I started this blog in 2020, a month into the pandemic, I had been laid off. My husband had started building this blog for me two years prior. And when I got laid off, he's, there's no better time for you to start than now. And so I started just putting myself out there, which was, I think, really healing for me in a lot of ways too, like getting myself back out there. Um, And then I was still, I got hired again, was working a full-time gig. And I just knew even the kind of side work, I wasn't really super serious about it, but was just putting stuff into the universe, into the social voids, if you will. Yeah, uh, out into the ether. Who knows if anyone watches it? (laughs) Is it all bots? We don't know. Yeah, we have no idea. And like, I was just putting stuff out on Instagram and TikTok and some of it was really catching fire. And I was like, okay, if this is what's happening when I'm putting just this much effort in, I know that if I put my full effort into it, I'll do that. Because I do a lot of EFT tapping work Ah. with my coach, Valerie Green, who I absolutely adore. And something we always talk about is like, when was the last time you really failed? And like, when you fail, what do you learn from that? So I was like, Alex, everything you've ever put your mind to has always turned to gold. My husband always, he calls me magic or he is always, you're just constantly turning things to gold. It's actually why I just got this little tattoo to remind me that I'm oh, magic, this little sparkle. I love that. Uh, yeah. So I looked at it every day and I'm like, all right, I'm magic. I can do this. And I think I just was like, I have succeeded at everything I've done before. So why would this be any different? Now's the time for me to take the leap and risk. And so I just turned 30 in January. My goal was to, by the time I turned 30, work for myself. So the day after my 30th birthday, I put in my two weeks at my corporate job and started pursuing this content creation full time. But the entire year prior, I've been doing those EFT tapping and coaching sessions with Valerie to heal parts of me that... I knew would come to light and really face my fear of being seen. And it's something I'm still working through. Like I I was telling you, because I hadn't scheduled this with you until like last week and we had talked about it a couple of weeks ago and I emailed you and I was just very candid and said, I'm having a little bit of imposter syndrome. Who am I to be on your podcast? And I'm not fully healed. And I don't think any of us ever are, but we can at least try to put ourselves out there and work on the things that we know are holding us back ultimately. Absolutely. And a couple of things I want to go touch Mm -hmm. back. You talked about like doing this for your 30th birthday, like your gift Mm -hmm. to yourself. Hasn't it been interesting what your 21st you think is going to be some big deal and maybe it is, maybe it isn't. It was overhyped to me. And then my 30th was like such a cool Mm -hmm birthday. I just turned 31 and my 30th was so cool. Wasn't it great for you? It really is. And so many people said to me, like when you 
turn 30, you just stop caring about like what other people think, not like caring about anything, but like, you're not as worried about what other people think about you. You're just more settled in who you are. I attribute a lot of how settled I am to the work I've done, but I just am not worried. And I, I posted a video yesterday while we're recording this yesterday, just about how I recorded content, I think Wednesday morning. I was watching it back and editing it on Wednesday afternoon and I started crying, like yeah. sobbing because it was the first time I looked at myself and wasn't trying to pick everything about me apart. And I was like, wow, this is the first time I'm not trying to change anything about me. I'm frankly the heaviest I've ever been, but I know that I am the healthiest I've ever been. I think physically and with my relationship with food, with my relationship with myself, all of those things. And it, I don't know if it's turning 30. I don't know if it's a year and a half worth of work that I've done. I don't know if it's finally stepping into the thing I always wanted to do, which was work for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe it's a piece of all, it probably is a piece of all of those things. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I that are all that driving me. Yeah. All that stuff comes together of like the personal development and like the failures and the successes. And yeah. when you're doing it for yourself as an entrepreneur, it's just such a different level of exposure, right? <laughs> yeah. And risk and like you're betting on yourself. And I think when you do that, you have no option but to show up, right? Yeah. It's very true. I started my first business, my professional organizing business when I was 26. And I'm 31 now. And I said to myself, I've got four years. So <laughs> it's, I've got four years when I turn 30, like I'm still in my twenties. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. And it's gone better than I could have ever expected, but it is just wild to see how all those things have come together in life and personal development, especially how that plays such a huge role. You mentioned EFT. I'm a little bit newer to it and it's so interesting, so different from anything I've ever tried for the people who are, have no idea what this is. What is EFT? So EFT tapping is a, it's a kind of therapy. So I've done talk therapy my whole life and I always felt like I left every talk therapy session having figured out where the anxiety or stress or whatever of particular memories came from. But I always left feeling like feeling the same about myself. Yeah. The best way to say it. When I leave EFT sessions, I have a completely different understanding of who I am. So basically now I'm not an expert in this. I would point you to Valerie, who's my coach, but she, it basically is remapping the neural pathways in your brain so that the emotions that you typically have or feelings that you typically have toward a specific memory or feeling adjust and you are able to retrain that neural pathway to provide a place of healing we came up with a list of 10 memories that i wanted to work through a peace list is what we call it And every session we go through, and that's where a lot of my fear of being seen has come up. A lot of my fear of being known or wanting to be known. I'm an Enneagram four for any of those who are out there who are big Enneagram people. 
I love it all. Anything personal development or who will explain to me who I am. I'm a big fan of and fours just want to be known. And I think that's a hard part of being on the internet too, is you can't explain yourself to every person. Can't explain in a 140 character comment who you are or what your intentions were. And that was something I had to let go of recently. Is just, I'm just not going to be understood. Or if these things come up and out, like I just got to honor that. So actually this morning I went to Pilates and then I went to the sauna. I know you're a big sauna fan too. Yeah, I did the sauna sauna. this morning too. (laughs) (laughs) We both wanted to be cleansed and prepared for this today. And while I was meditating in the sauna, I have all of my affirmations. I leave every session with affirmations from Valerie um, of words I've actually said about myself and things I wanted to be seen as or described as. She put those into affirmations. I use the Think Up app. Everybody's getting free advertisement today. I use the Think Up app and I record those in my own voice. And then I tap through them while I meditate for my future goals, for the things that I want to achieve and for the beliefs I have about myself. Yeah, it's such a cool practice It's so different from anything that I've experienced in that Mm -hmm. you say the negative and you don't immediately negate it with positive, which is so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the point into it. Yeah. That you like you're physically, if y'all are watching us on YouTube, you physically are tapping on points on your body and you can do it intuitively and everybody teaches it differently. Mm -hmm. But the point is to, like you were saying, retrain these neural pathways and start to feel comfortable with these things and these phrases and these memories that were very uncomfortable. Yeah. So that it's just fascinating to me. I love that you had that awareness because of that you knew, hey, if I put my mind to something, it's mad. And So if I do this and I go in more as prepared as I can be, that I'm going to get some love and I'm going to get some hate Mm -hmm. that I will be able to continue. Because I think that is where a lot of us, when you get to that point, you speak mainly to six-figure entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of inner work and grinding behind the scenes, those kind of things that you do to get to that six-figure point. But to really bloom, that's my word of the year is bloom, Mm -hmm. really bloom, you've got to be okay with being exposed. That's scary. It's really scary. So how did you like, so you had a lot of, if y'all aren't on TikTok, you should be because it's great. And the comment section is like nothing I've ever seen. Like Mm -hmm. Instagram's oh, pretty, or that's nice, or some people could just be like, screw you for no reason yeah. <laughs> and don't even know why. But on TikTok, people have a real dialogue, a real conversation. And what were some of the unexpected positive things that mm. that you've seen from really putting yourself out there? Because this was not just like a makeup video. This was a, like your heart. Yeah. Yeah. I think some of the cool things, like I got an Instagram DM of someone being like, last year I didn't get into a program that I wanted to get into. And I fell into a pretty deep depression and I was drinking too much coffee, which was one of the points in one of the videos. And I was listening to true crime nonstop. And I realized how much it was affecting me. And both of those were things in the video 
that I discussed. And she said, seeing your video made me realize that I was actually not helping myself feel better, that I was driving myself deeper into my depression and struggles at the time. And I've decided to apply for that program again, because I'm realizing what I really want from this life that I have. And I thought that was so cool. Just little unexpected things or people talking about having the same experience, like removing these things from their life. Or I'd never considered that that was what was driving my anxiety, my stress, just driving my adrenals insane (laughs) and completely just demolishing me from the inside out. I was really surprised at the positive response. I I knew some of it might be divisive because people are big fans of lots of different things. But I was so excited to see how many people found that healing and were happy that I was talking about it out Mm -hmm. loud and helping other people to see it. Absolutely. And I experienced it firsthand. It's how I was like, oh my gosh, there's other people talking about this. That these are things that I think about in my head or I listen to podcasts about and, but you don't really connect with that person, but there's, because maybe it's just conceptual and you're like, oh, I should bring this into my life, but people that you would actually converse with, maybe you're not talking about those kind of things. So I think it's really cool. And that was the whole reason I wanted to have you on here was like, you've given so much depth and color to your content because of what you're willing to share. And so I just wanted to appreciate you for that. Thank you. Yeah. And I think for me, I always see there are two things in my videos that do best. It's one, when I'm really vulnerable and really honest. And I think that's one of my strengths as a human being is just the vulnerability and things I'm willing to share because I know it's helpful for me to talk about it and see other people go through it. And the second thing is recording off the cuff, just what's on my heart or my mind, or even I had another video hit a million views that was about shapewear. Mm-hmm. Literally, I was packing for a trip and I packed, I knew I was going to wear dresses because it was really hot. We were going to Italy and I was like, it's really hot outside. I'm going to be wearing dresses because it's going to be too hot to wear anything else. And I need these shapewear with shorts. Otherwise I'm going to be chafing all around Italy and nobody needs that. And so just standing in my kitchen, I threw it up on the green screen was like, if you're a curvy girl and your thighs rub together, you need the shapewear. Just trust me. I ordered three of them for this trip to Italy. And that video went mega viral and it was just So it's off the cuff and it's vulnerable and people want to see, it feels more friendly that way. Mm -hmm. It feels more honest and genuine. And that's the kind of space I'm trying to create. I don't want to create another space where you feel like you have to over consume to be a part of it. I, while I love beauty and I love now getting dressed and (laughs) now that I feel so comfortable in my body and my style, I think that has really helped me to come to the table with more and more for people. Yeah. And then you're not just relying on continually cycling through new product and new, what clothes, makeup, whatever. Yeah. And that can be, that can be hard because when you're a content creator, you're thinking, what can I do to drive revenue? But Mm -hmm. I don't want my space to be a place where people 
look at their credit card bill at the end of the month and see a dozen expenses to Amazon. While I do love an Amazon find it and I share them all the time, I would rather you come to the space and feel calm, welcome, comfortable, ready to face yourself in the world than come to my space to dull something out by spending or over consuming or whatever it might be. I don't know if you've seen those videos that are trending right now. Those like car restock videos and all of those things where they're tallying up how much all that stuff actually costs. And it's so crazy to me. I think those are so funny. And I just, I think get your bag girl, but that's just not the kind of space I want to create. Agreed. Yeah. There's definitely that balance to be seen between putting out fresh and new, but also having that, like you said, the peace and the calm when they come. So they're not like, oh my God, I need to keep up with her. And it's not, it's an aspirational on a deeper level, not just superficial. Because I, oh, oh, I can only tell you what products make you look good on your face so many times. <laughs> I can give you that, but if you don't look in the mirror and feel beautiful inside and out and love the version of you that you see in the mirror, then you're me telling you what concealer to use is never going to work. No. That's not what it's really about. I like you have to do a lot of healing to and face a lot of hard things to feel beautiful inside and out. And speaking of that vulnerability, what advice would you give to people who, to a content creator or a business owner that's being vulnerable, putting it out there and it feels like crickets or mm. like we talked about robots, like, yeah, no, I've been getting a lot of that lately is like on stories, like random yeah, even, like sex accounts, like liking my yeah. stories. <laughs> But why? What does this do? I don't know. But so what advice would you give to people who feel like they're ripping that Band-Aid, being vulnerable, and then it's just like talking into a void? Yeah, I would say keep talking. Also, just make sure your guard's not still up, whether it be consciously or subconsciously. I know sometimes I've recorded something I wanted to say three or four times, but I always go back to the original one because it's the third and fourth feels really rehearsed and the first one feels most honest. So I would just say like practice being your unfiltered self and be off the cuff. Like people want that genuineness. They want to feel like they're talking to their friend. That video that has 4 million plus views was a one take thing. And I recorded three back to back. There were like six points to the video. And I just was like, here's what it's going to be. Like, I'm going to put it into the universe and just trust that it will be good. And some people are going to disagree with you and you just have to remember, um, So one of my favorite podcasts is called Less Culturistas, and it's a pop culture podcast, but they had one of my favorite drag queens on, Trixie Mattel, and Trixie does all kinds of different things, and she was talking about performing folk music as a drag queen, which is two totally opposite. Different things. Yeah, sides of the spectrum, but she said something along the lines of, I'm paraphrasing, but you do a deep disservice to the people who love what you do by listening to the people who don't. 
-hmm. and adjusting for the people who don't. And so that's been my focus since I heard that probably two weeks ago is there are plenty of people who want to disagree with me on the things I think. I don't like everybody. Not everybody's going to like me. And I just have to come to terms with that. And if as many people don't like me as I don't like people, the percentage is a little rough. But (laughs) I think the more I cater to the people who love what I do, the better I am doing the thing I meant to do then. I'm not trying to do something that's not meant for me. You're in that zone of genius and it shows. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes. Let's that magic come through. Exactly. This has been such a fun conversation. I know that we could go on forever, but we like <laughs> to keep these kind of short and sweet. Yeah. Alex, um, where you've got some good resources in the works. We're going to share those with you guys as soon as they're available. So for right now, where's the best place for people to find you, follow you, see what you're all about? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm on all your major social platforms, TikTok, Instagram, and now YouTube. I recently started my YouTube channel, all at Alex Shin Blogs. It's spelled like Alex's Chin Blogs. So (laughs) A-L-E-X-S-C-H-I-N Blogs. And then you can find me at alexshin.com as well. The website's getting a bit of a revamp too. You can find me there. And yeah, there's lots of confidence resources coming your way. Right now, as Kate mentioned, we have Mascara Madness going on, which is something I've done for three years. This year, it's a true bracket where we've ranked 42 mascaras based on their average rating online. And we're going through day by day. I'm actually wearing two different mascaras right now because I filmed you one. can't even tell. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm far enough away. <laughs> but you can find me there. And yeah, I'm always, if you want to slide in my DMs and need a new friend, I'm happy to be one. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to see. I'm a diehard Thrive Cosmetics fan. So I'm excited to see where that stacks up. I think that's on the other side of the bracket, right? It is. It is. And this is the first year I've included it. People have asked me for years and I just never felt like ordering from somewhere separate. (laughs) Yeah. That is the only downside. Yeah. But it's in the bracket this year. I'm excited to see how it does because everybody loves it. And it's so funny because people ride or die for their mascaras. They're like, this is the one that's going to win. I know it already. Like this is the number (laughs) one. (laughs) So it's really funny. That's awesome. You guys follow Alex on all the things. I'm going to link all those in the show notes as well. So you can find them there and we'll get those resources to you when they're ready. And Alex, this has been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for being here today. Yeah. Thanks for asking me. I'm excited to be here and let Kate know if you want me to come back. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I'm sure they will. we got more to talk about. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Alex. And we will catch you guys on the next episode of the three-day work weeks for Millennial Entrepreneurs Podcast. Thank you.